Welcome to the program, Discover the Vocation. I'm your host, Father Danny Santos. It's great to be with you. Again, this is a program where we meet the various people of our diocese and hear about their vocation stories and how they discovered their calling from God. My guest today is Father Mark Poulin. Father Mark is currently the Associate Pastor of the Windsor Lake St. Clair Catholic Family Parishes. Father Mark, welcome to the program. Thank you, Father Danny. It's nice to be here. How are you doing these days? Uh, busy. We are very, very busy. Yeah. Busy with, uh, unfortunately, a lot of funerals because a lot of people are going home to be with God. So that's keeping us on our toes. <laughs> yeah, you do have a fairly large family. And and one unique thing about your family, it's bilingual. It has a French-English uh, connection because you've got St. Simon and St. Jude. You've got Good Shepherd, uh, St. Anne's, and of course, St. Jerome. And St. Anne's St. Jerome has the bilingual as well as St. Simon and St. Jude. Correct. Yes. That's excellent. Wonderful. It, it makes for it makes for challenging situations, but we uh, we're doing we're 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 handling it well. Yeah, and God's grace always provides. In my experience, that's it. That's, that's wonderful. It. Yes. So, uh, Father Mark, part of the program, we ask our various members of our diocese kind of a little bit of their background, their history. Why don't you share with some of our viewers or listeners where did you grow up? Did you grow up in the diocese of London? Did you grow up somewhere else? And what was your faith practice like growing up as a young boy? Okay. Well, I grew up here in Windsor, not far from where I am right now at uh, St. Anne's Parish. Uh, grew up on East End primarily. Uh, grew up on Arthur Road and on Buckingham Drive. Went to St. Joan of Arc Grade School, which is no longer there anymore, and St. Alexander Grade School, after which I went to F.J. Brennan and uh graduated from there in 1977, and after which I went to St. Clair College and got my diploma in marketing advertising. I was trained in all facets of advertising, as well as radio and TV production and so forth. So, yeah, as far as uh, I grew up in uh, St. Teresa's Parish and St. Vincent de Paul Parish, I was an altar server at St. Teresa's Parish. Uh, Father Sam Johnson was one of the priests. He was one of the priests that was overseeing the altar service at that time. And as well, I was at, uh, as I say, St. Vincent de Paul. When I was there, I was a lector. And so those are the two places there. My religious formation happened. <laughs> and uh, I left. Uh, Windsor after I graduated from college in uh, the fall of uh, 1980 and headed to Toronto. Excellent. So what led you from going from, you know, marketing advertising in one in one direction to discerning the priesthood? Was there a moment a priest spoke to you or was there a, a, a retreat or, or was it just kind of a prolonged experience in, in your own life? It was something more within myself. Uh, I was working for, when I was in Toronto, I worked for a media buying house for a short time. Then I went to work for a, uh, gold mining company and a multi, multi-resource company uh, in their head office. And then from there, I went to work in the executive head offices of Electrolux Canada. It was during my time in those two, uh, latter two companies that, 
<clears throat> I realized that I wasn't satisfied with working a nine to five. Uh, it was nice helping companies make lots of money. And that was when gold was back a thousand dollars an ounce the first time. So I found that I wanted to do something more with my life. I wanted to do something that had a lasting impact, not just for me, but more importantly, for serving people around me. And so I kept reflecting on it, praying on it. I knew that there was something there. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I was uh, out for an evening and uh, went to see a movie. I won't say what the movie was because it has nothing to do with what was happening. Anyways, I was praying, reflecting, and the Holy Spirit kept nagging me about this, saying, you know, you got to look at this. I need you to look at this. And it was God kind of saying, why don't you come and find out? Why don't you find out if this would be what you're looking for? And the minute I said yes to that, uh, it was a, it was a winter night and the snow started to fall very gently and I had an enormous peace within my heart. And it was after that, I contacted my dad. I said, I think I may have a vocation to the priesthood. And my dad said, well, what should you, what do you need me to do? And I said, well, we got to get in contact with a priest down there so I can, you know, kind of check this with them to see what, you know, what they think. And I happened to reconnect with Father Larry Burnett. And Father Larry, you know, we shared the story, talked about a number of things. He said, it sounds like something's there. And it was then that he put me in contact with the um, now Bishop uh, Fred Henry, who was the rector of the of the seminary at the time when I was looking to enter and it worked out quite well. And I entered the seminary in the fall of 1982. Oh, remarkable. Um, and, and, you know, it, a lot of, I've heard a lot of stories on this program and whenever we discover our vocation, there's like that moment of peace. Um, can you, can you say a little more about that? You know, a lot of people wonder, like, how do I know if that's my vocation? Like, is there a moment that in your, that, that piece that you said, like, there's a resoluteness or, a, or just a sense of clarity, or was there just more of a sense of yearning or longing? It's, I think more of a yearning or longing, something it's, it's, it's connecting with something that was within myself that was saying that God kind of getting, trying to get my attention. And as I went through the process of entering into the seminary and going through the process of discerning, but also, uh, you know, making sure that I was uh, suitable and ready, I think that's when it became more and more like the, it was affirmed. Mm. That's when it was, and then going through the seminary in my years in the seminary, that's when it, again, it confirmed it to me so that by the time I was getting ready to obviously moved to diaconate in my internship, diaconate and, and possibly priesthood. I, I had a fair, fairly certain feeling within myself and a, just, I, I just knew that this is what God wanted for me. And I felt very, very much at peace. And it was like, finally, 
I'm doing something that I think is really going to be meaningful for the people I'm serving, but also meaningful for me. Mm -hmm. Well, well said. So you've been a priest now how many years, roughly? At the end of April of next year in 2023, it will be 35 years. Thanks be to God. 35 years of service in our diocese to the people of God. You know, thank you for, for your many years of, and your continued many years of service to the to the people. A, a lot of people sometimes watching or listening to this program, Father Mark, they wonder what's the daily life of a priest like? So do you mind sharing with us maybe typically what a day, I know it's, it, that whenever I get that question, it's always like, well, it depends what day is it? Is it a weekend? Is it a Monday? Is yeah. there a funeral? Is this, but can you yeah. kind of give us a general kind of sense of like how your day generally goes? If it was just an ordinary, no emergencies, nothing out of the uh, common practices for the parish that day. Okay. Well, uh, we get up, I get up in the morning and uh, as I'm getting myself prepared for the day, I'm reflecting and praying and, asking asking the holy spirit to guide me to, to really uh, help me in all of my work so that i really reflect jesus to the people that i'm going to serve and that i get out of the way and let jesus do what he wants from there breakfast and then uh many times mass at 8 30 in the morning depending on which parish I'm saying that in. It could be here at St. Anne's or it could be at St. Simon and St. Jude in Bell River. After Mass, uh, then again, look to see what the day brings. Um, see what there are any emails or other things that need to be addressed or phone calls that need to be made. Um, depending if I have a funeral coming up, I will be arranging to meet with the family and to speak with them about their loved one and to uh, inquire about whatever ne needs they have regarding that. And from there, eventually, um, I will have my lunch, usually around noontime. In the afternoon, if we have meetings, many times we will schedule meetings then, like our, our team meetings, say on like a Tuesday afternoon. Sometimes we have it uh, virtually that also we are now having those meetings in person. And so we will have a maybe lunch together and then we'll have our meeting afterwards. Then we go into the afternoon and again, looking to see if I have, you know, appointments that I may be having, uh, might be couples I'm meeting with for uh, possible marriages and so forth. And then uh, dinner, we have, together father patrick myself and if father rob and father felix are here at saint anne's we pray the evening prayer together after which we have our dinner which uh, usually is already prepared and so we don't have to do much preparation and then we sit and have dinner together you know have some time for fraternity and that and then afterwards, depending on what the day is, we may have meetings in the evening or some other activity that we are involved in, uh, maybe some kind of uh, specialized ministry, like grief ministry or something. And then eventually the day ends and we try to retire at a reasonable hour to get our proper rest for the next day. And then it starts all over again, another cycle. And then it starts all <laughs> over again. 
and at, and as you said, you don't know what you don't know what a day is going to bring. So in a way, you got to be on your toes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, because you don't know what that's what that could be. Also, too, we also do um, chaplaincy work to help out the chaplains over at our hospitals here in Windsor. So each one of us takes the on-call for the hospitals uh, at least one day a month. And that takes us from eight o'clock in the morning till four o'clock in the afternoon. So we cover any emergencies that might be happening. Wonderful. I mean, it, it, I think Pope Francis said it best, you know, um, uh, a priest is best when he goes to bed tired, but not like a tired, like, oh, I, I can't take this, but a tired, like, what a day, right? It's been a good day full of graces, but what a day. Well, you know, you've served, you've done, you've served in the name of Christ. You've been his representative in bringing, you know, his love and his mercy mm -hmm. to people in their best of times and also in their not so best of times. Mm -hmm. So you're there, you're privileged to be a part of some very intimate moments of their lives and to take that sensitively and with great compassion because that's a person's life. That's a person's story. And you want to really treat it with great respect and care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, well, well said. Now, uh, you discussed uh, earlier that you were involved in marketing and advertising. And one of the things that, you know, we are taught in our own vocation is the gifts that God has given us are not to be thrown away. You know, it's it's like the parable of, uh, you know, being receiving the two, the talons and bearing the talons. God doesn't want us to bury our talents. He wants us to use them. Do you find any way um, that your experience in marketing and advertising, has it helped your priesthood? Have you been able, for lack of a better term, been able to use that gift to sort of evangelize or bring more people to the knowledge and love of Jesus? Well, I use a lot of the same principles, which are based on communication, but also on a great deal of creativity. I bring that to, especially to my preaching. And so I bring some of those uh, creative skills there. I also have done different uh, types of publications for the parish, putting those together also for uh, ministry to priests, helped with some of that, putting together uh, different material for that as well. So I get to use my gifts and talents from my uh, time of you know, learning advertising and learning different facets and different uh, things about that. I'm using them now, probably I'm using them more now than I've ever used them. And I, how I describe it is um, I work for a better boss. I sell a better product. Uh, the pay is still lousy, but the friends benefits are out of this world. <laughs> It's quite a retirement package, we could say, at the end. Yes, that's about an, it. An eternal yeah. package. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just use all of those talents, all of those gifts to be able to communicate the gospel and to hopefully present it in a very interesting and provocative way so that it draws people into that the good news and so they, that they can go home and they've got a nugget of which they can kind of chew on for the rest of the week. And the greatest compliment somebody can make to me is they say, Father, were you following me around this week? Because then they tell you, like, you seem to 
know what I was thinking or what I was dealing with. So that's a high compliment. And I say, don't thank me. I say, thank God. Amen. Because he's the author of all of this. Amen. Um, you shared a lot about your, your work experience, your ministry experience, which is amazing. But I think sometimes people wonder, like, do priests have hobbies? Do you guys do anything for fun or any? I know you discussed a little bit about fraternity nights, but is there any sort of hobbies or, or activities you like to participate in during your times off or your free time? Uh, I like music a great deal. Like I have a Spotify account, so I've got a lot of different playlists and I listen. I have a very eclectic uh, spectrum of music. I, I like lots of different things from jazz to um, grunge music, whatever, but uh, it's a very wide kind of uh, taste. Like movies. Um, I also like good, well-written uh, series, uh, like on Apple TV, there's some there, or there are some on HBO, so those type of things. So yeah, I enjoy good content, good acting, good writing. Those are things that I enjoy. Movies, those type of things. I'm going to put you on the spot just because you brought that us up, but uh, <laughs> what is your favorite actor? Or, or your couple of favorite actors? Well... Uh, Russell Crowe would be one. Uh, the movie Gladiator is probably one of my favorite movies. And, uh, yeah, he'd be one. I'm trying to think. As a female actress, Jessica Chaston would be one of my other favorites. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, in your, like you said, in your homiletics, if you watch a modern movie or if you listen to a modern piece of music, you can always tie that into the gospel or find the nuggets, as you said, those seeds of the gospel that are present. I mean, when we, I remember watching Gladiator as a, a young a young man and as a seminarian, it's like, this speaks beautifully about, you know, redemptive nature of suffering and, and, and the truth of, you know, uh, God's grace always ends on a high note, that good will always proceed over evil. I'm watching a, a series right now on Apple TV called Tantram. And it's about a man who uh, was involved in a robbery and a, a police officer was killed. He wasn't the one who killed the police officer, but he was sent to prison for it. And in his time in prison, he was tortured and everything else. Well, eventually he broke out of prison. What he did is he went to India, to Bombay. And what he's trying to do in Bombay is to seek redemption. He wants to redeem his life. He wants to do something more meaningful with his life. He was training to be uh, a paramedic before all of the trouble he started. So now in India, he's using his medical skills to help the people in the slums of, you know, of Bombay. And it's, it's just fascinating and how he's trying to do this and trying to keep it all together. And it's very interesting, so, Inter interesting series. So you, you give that father Mark's two thumbs up for that, for that series. Uh, yeah. I would give two thumbs up to that. Yeah. Okay. Most definitely. There's there anyone who has Apple TV. There's your recommendation for this week to That's watch that. Every Friday is a new episode on Friday evenings. There is a new episode and uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent and we're, we're not sponsored by Apple TV, just to let you know. No, we are not. <laughs> and this is not being done on an Apple product. I'm sorry. Fair enough. 
Um, so the uh, we had a lot of fun here, Bark. Thank you for spending some time with us and sharing your your vocation story, your your joy, um, and you know how you've used your gifts and talents to really evangelize and bring Jesus to the forefront in the minds and hearts of the people you serve. Um, one last question for you before we end: There might be a young man or woman, and specifically a, maybe a young man who's discerning the priesthood, or maybe someone who's in the same way is becoming a little disillusioned with you know their experience of work or their university experience. Um, and they're starting to ask the question as you did, you know, there's got, is there something more? Am I not happy? What, what advice would you give them? What, if they're kind of not thinking about the priesthood or if they, they, they haven't even started thinking about it, but they're kind of like, I need to know more about any type of vocation. Start opening yourself to the Holy Spirit. Bring yourself into the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in us, but it's also God's way of speaking to our hearts. And I cannot say that enough. Praying in the Spirit, all of those things, because definitely the Holy Spirit has something to say. God has something to say. And if we will be attentive to it, it can be life-changing. So that's what I say. That's what, and speak to somebody about the possibility that God is calling you. Speak with someone you trust someone that you respect who will give you an honest answer or give you an honest response. Hmm. That would be my thumbnail of an idea of what might be helpful to somebody who's trying to discern that question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for, for myself, I could tell you that the Holy Spirit was very, very foundational in my vocation. I mean, to this day, before I preach or um I got the homily for the for the mass i always pray come holy spirit and ask the holy spirit you know to use the words that have been written uh to use my voice to you know express the message you want and oftentimes i don't know about you father mark but in my experience sometimes the writing on the paper the holy spirit tells you you're missing something or don't add this say this instead and all of a sudden you've touched someone like you said they come yeah. to you and say were you speaking to me because this is exactly what happened to me this week that's the holy or spirit or you say something in your homily that not necessarily it was written down and, and they go, you say this, you said this, and they come back and they said, you said this. And I, in my head, I'm going, I said that. <laughs> but again, yeah. it's the Holy Spirit. Allow, if we get out of the way, God can do what God wants to do. Amen. Amen. Father Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, do you mind giving our viewers and listeners a blessing uh, online? I would be happy to do that. So, my friends, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much, Father Mark. I'm You're your welcome, host. Father Danny. And thank you to all of you who have been watching. God bless you all. Excellent. I'm your host, Father Danny. Please join us next month for another episode of Discover the Vocation. Same vocations time, same vocations channel. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.